I am recording now, too. Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. And today we have a very interesting episode, sort of a, if you're a South Park fan, sort of a historic episode for a number of reasons. But we'll get to that in a moment. Of course, uh, joining me as always is Fro. Hi. Hi. I'm from uh, Norway. Yep, from Norway. Um, and today is the fourth episode that we're working on and this is a very interesting episode especially for its time well definitely it is maybe one of my i, I will not spoil anything but it's one of my uh, favorite episodes from uh, season one i love big gay al big uh, gay boat ride it's uh, hard to say yeah yeah and that is uh today's episode that we will be reviewing um and well why why not make our listeners wait anymore let's get right into the episode wow Ooh. i know right because there's no, really no talking before it about it no I... Well, I can't think of anything else really to add on to that. <laughs> no, like, uh, well, maybe we've done the wrong episode. No, it's right. the right episode. No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, this episode did air on September the 3rd, 1997. So this was many days after Princess Diana's death. And you know what, folks? Just because a princess died, Comedy Central, they're still going to air this episode anyway. I'm I'm sorry. Why? Why? Uh, what does this episode have to do with Princess Die? I'm maybe I'm stupid. No, I was just pointing out the the time period because this is about the time when Princess Diana you know, dies in that car crash. Right. And this airs days after, the, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, why, I'm, I'm, why wouldn't they show this? Well, you know, because there might have been people still mourning. and. Uh, because yeah. Princess Diana? Really? <laughs> Sorry. The, the whole world is just weird. Okay. But anyway, uh, we actually have a first on South Park. In the intro, we're we're told that we have a guest on this show. A guest voice, yes. Yes. And he's still big today. Yes. After 20 years almost. 20 plus years. He was... uh... I think he was maybe bigger then than he's almost now. Maybe. 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 Depends. Depends who you ask. Right. And it is 
George Clooney. Yeah. Yes, George Clooney is in this episode, and he is going to be the voice of Sparky. Let me ask you this before we start this episode. Okay. Could you hear that that was George Clooney? See, I had the same thought. (laughs) I was trying to figure it out. (laughs) I could not hear if that was George Clooney or not. Because it's like, okay, where's, you know, like, like it took me a while, but I think at one, maybe at one point, okay, I, I found, you know, where the voice is, maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll pinpoint when we get there. Okay, okay. All right, so let's get into this. But he says wolf a lot of times. Yeah, that, that's all he says. Yeah. He doesn't have a dialogue. He's just barking. That's all he does. <laughs> He was barking then, and he barks still. Thank you, thank you. All right, so we start off with the boys at the bus stop, and they are getting ready for football practice. And here comes Sparky, and this is Stan's new dog. And he's loving the dog, and he says that's the best dog in the whole neighborhood. He's also the toughest dog in the neighborhood. Well, Carmen says... No, he's not. He's not tougher than Sylvester. And Sylvester is this ugly-looking, furry dog, very dirty, might be homeless. Who knows? It looks so, roughy. It, very rough. Yeah. Very rough. Um, And then... Uh, you mean you know, it, it looks really rough? Oh, come on. Oh, I know. Um, so then they, they start the fight, and then Sparky gets behind Sylvester, and he does something. They don't show it, because you have to imagine it in your mind. And basically, he humps Sylvester. Yeah. To which Cartman declares that Sparky is a gay dog. And Stan is not going to buy it. So then we go to football practice, and Chef is the coach of the football team. And, you know, they're they're about to get ready for practice. And then we get Pip. Now, like I mentioned in the very first episode, he was the student that was on fire from one of Cartman's farts. Well, here in this episode, Pip talks. And he asks Chef if he can have a football helmet today. And Chef explains to him that they can't get a football helmet because of the budget and that if they were to borrow another football helmet from a player... It would be unfair for that player to not have a football helmet. So he basically, so he says to Pip, just go out there without the football helmet. And uh, Pip's accent is British. Yes. And and, and and they do a good like good job of making like a British voice because sometimes when yeah. people try to be British, it comes off bad. Um, but here. It's pretty good. 
Yeah, maybe maybe the voice actor is British. I have no clue. Hmm. Well, if we if we pick Pip in a future episode as a character we talk about, we'll find out if oh, yeah. he is British or not. We will. So after practice, um, or actually no, during practice, Jimbo comes over to talk to Chef, and because they're getting prepared for a big game against Middle Park, which is their rival, and. Um, you know, they talked about, you know, how the team looks and then chef and then they, um, Jimbo talks about the, the point spread and what the point spread is. And I'll make this quick for those who don't understand what the point spread is in football. Um, obviously you'll have a team that's favored and a team that's the underdog, the quote unquote expert will give a number. They'll put a number down on which team, you know, like how many points this team is going to be favored to win by. And if you make a bet, you have to make a bet either where you think, A, the team is going to win, which is pretty obvious. B, the team will win by seven, you know, by however many points. Or C, the underdog will beat the spread, basically meaning they lose the game, but they lose by less than what the better has projected, you know, the, the the score to be, the total points. So if you and me uh, were going to have a basketball game against Chicago something, uh, mm-hmm. basketball, the spread would be pretty low on us winning. Right. So let's say Chicago is favored by, I'll just pick a random number, 38 points. Right. That would mean that the person who's making the bet, if they must feel that they think we could lose the game by less than 38 points. Yeah. And since we are so good at basketball, we would probably do that. Well, I I mean, I, I... be a little bit of a help. I mean, I did play basketball for about five years. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. I never played basketball in my entire oh. life. <laughs> That's all right. So, Chef does ask how big the spread is, and Jimbo says that Middle Park is favored by 70 points in this game. And he sees, Jimbo sees Stan in practice, completing a very good pass um, to Kyle. I think it was Kyle. And he's like, oh, man, I got to get to the, you know, to the bookmaker. So he goes over to the bar and he places a $500 bet that the South Park team will beat the spread, that they will lose by less than 70 points. And then um, that some of the other townspeople, they're, you know, they're questioning Jimbo at first, and then he convinces them, you know, my nephew Stan is the quarterback. He's going to lead us. We're not going to lose. You know, we're not going to lose by 70 points. And the people start placing their money down. And then one of the people says, you better hope that we don't lose by 70 or by 70 points or else we're going to be out of a lot of money. So then Jimbo 
decides, okay, I got to do something. Um, then Jimbo and Ned, they go to a guy and they come up with a backup plan. And this is where it gets good. Because they mention that during the halftime of the game, John Stamos's older brother, Richard, will be singing Loving You at Halftime. <laughs> and now I, I've seen this episode many times, but the very first time I ever saw this, I never knew that John Stamos had an older brother. Me neither. Which is very, very weird. Um, so, you know, they, they set up to where, okay, we're going to do, we're, we're going to we're gonna set up the bomb. What we're going to do is we're going to kidnap um, the mascot, which is a, a horse for the Middle Park team. So they're going to kidnap the horse, and they're going to strap a bomb on to the horse. And then... When Richard hits the high F note in the song, that's when the bomb is going to blow up and it's going to blow up the horse. And like they sing, you know, when it is it's like, loving you is easy come as beautiful. Diddy, diddy, diddy. Ah! And then they're all making, they're like, so you want me to do it at the uh, point? No, at the uh, and they're all trying to hit the high note from the song <laughs> because it is it, it, mean, it's just really funny yeah it really is they're just all trying to hit th- th- this high point in the song which if you've never heard the song before which i would be very surprised that you didn't um you know um, it's a very popular song. You've probably heard it in commercials before. It's a good song. It is. It is. I mean, I've never heard the whole song, but it's good. Da, 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 so... Da, da, da. Eh. <laughs> I'm eh. Okay, okay, Bill. Move on. <laughs> Thank you for destroying you your most annoying sound of the world. No. Oh. Alright. So, um, we get back Practice is over, and Sparky comes to the field, and he's, you know, he greets Stan. Well, one of the other players says that his dog always greets him at the end of practice. So Sparky goes over to the dog, and Sparky humps that dog again, scarring the dog mentally for life. So then um, we have, they go to school the next day, and... Uh, Stan does a report, or actually the reader reports. Carmen gets like a C minus. Stan is given an A by Mr. Garrison because he's the star quarterback. And it goes into the joke of, oh, the star player must get the best grade. Doesn't matter what sport they are in, he must get the best grade so our team can win. Um... So then the bell rings and all the class leaves, except for Stan. And Stan talks to Mr. Garrison and he asks him what, you know, about gayness and homosexual, you know, homosexuality is. And Mr. Garrison goes on to say that basically gay people are evil. 
Not to so, destroy the future, but this is kind of right. funny. Oh, it's a good setup. Not yeah, like I said, yeah, like you said, not to destroy the future, but this is a good setup. Mm-hmm. So then, um, they they're at Stan's house, the boys, and they have this package, and it's this female dog. And the female dog comes out, and Sparky's checking her out. And he gets into the mount position. And instead of humping her, he takes the necklace off of the poodle. <laughs> Fifi. And where's Fifi? The because earlier, yeah. <laughs> because earlier he was wearing a pink scarf, and Stan wasn't too happy about that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, then, you know, he's trying to figure out, okay, who can tell me, you know, about homosexuality? And then we go to the TV, and it's time for Talking with Jesus! I just love this. Oh, my goodness. And so the caller, you know, comes on, the first caller comes on, and, you know, he mentions stuff, and then he's like, thank you, Jesus. Oh, and thank you for dying for my sins, Jesus. No problem, my son. And then the next caller is Stan. And he asks Jesus about his stance on homosexuality. And it's a good setup. I like this part. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. Well, my child, people have been asking me for thousands of years about where I stand on homosexuality. Today is finally the day that I will reveal my thoughts. You see? <laughs> and that's the time for Talking with Jesus. Next oh. up on South Park Access Network is Marty's More Movie Review. I l- just love that. Yes. And Stan is upset because he got cut off. And Carmen's like, oh, Marty's Movie Review is on? Sweet. Sweet. And then Stan is upset. He basically says... I don't want a gay dog. I want a butch dog. I want a Rin Tin Tin kind of dog. <laughs> and Sparky hears this. And Sparky is sad. So Sparky decides to run away. Oh, no. From, yeah, oh. And he goes to, um, you know, he goes in the woods. He's walking. And then he finds big gay owls big gay animal sanctuary and um big gay owl opens the door and he's like well hi there little fella what are you doing here all alone and he basically welcomes sparky into his sanctuary um then stan is starting to get you know he's starting to feel depressed because sparky's run away and Mr. Garrison comes out, and this is during practice, and, you know, they were having this whole thing, and Chef says, don't you say anything about gay people are evil, you're gay! And Mr. Garrison's like, what? Me? No. Yeah. So, then, um, Stan decides, I'm not gonna play this game until I find Sparky. So Stan goes and he looks for Sparky. So then it's time for the game. Uh, South Park against Middle Park. 
they start the game, and Kyle is now the quarterback. And and then we get some of the best lines, I thought, in this show. So, as Cartman is in position to hike the ball, Cartman farts right in front of him. And Chef's like, you got to hike the ball or else we'll get a game of del- or delay a game penalty. So, they hike the ball and Kyle loses the ball. It's a fumble. Middletown runs it back in for a touchdown. And it's like, and the score is 6 nothing Middle Park with 14.57 remaining in the first quarter. And then throughout, like, the episode, or this, like, the couple minutes, we get bad lines like, Oh, I haven't seen a beating this bad since Rodney King. Oh, shit, <laughs> you can't say that. I, I like that. And then uh, oh. another one is, Oh, I haven't seen a murder this bad since John F. Kennedy. And, it, and then my favorite one is, I haven't seen a Jew get beat up this bad since Poland in 1939. <laughs> I, I Now, for the record, I don't have anything against the Jewish community. I just no. like the one. Oh. Um, and then at one point, Kenny gets killed on the football field. His, like, he's running to score, and the boys just grab his arms, and they just rip them off, and Chef's upset, and he's like, why aren't you calling a penalty? That's at least 15 yards. So then we get to the halftime, and they introduce Richard Stamos, and he tries to do the song. For Fro's sanity, I will not try to do this performance. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> so he tries to sing the song, and he can't really quite hit the high note. Like it's terrible. He can't hit it. And Jimbo's like, "Well, why can't he hit the high note?" And Mr. Garrison's like, "Don't you know this guy's terrible? He's the least talented one." To which Mr. Garrison yells, "We know where all the talent in the family went to." Uh, so Stan does find uh, the animal sanctuary and he's let in and Big Gay Al explains that all gay animals are welcomed in here and we and he's like we have a gay lion roar and you know, all these roar. <laughs> roar that is so funny it is such a funny lion oh and um, then he finds Sparky while they're in the dance floor. And that's when I noticed, like, when he barks, that's where I noticed, oh, this might have been George Clooney. Yeah. Like, that one spot. So Stan, you know, sees Sparky, they meet up, and he's like, come on, boy, I'm going to take you home and make you not make you gay. And Big Al's like, oh, I don't think you understand. So he then takes him on Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Yeah. And basically he goes through the entire history of civilization dealing with gay people. And it's almost like um, like it's a small world 
except it is completely different. <laughs> and then they have a musical number at the end where they're like, gay means happy and happy means gay, 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 gay. And finally, Stan, he understands. He understands about, you know, homosexuality. He understands the dog being gay. So he thanks Big Gay Al, and he says, sort of like in the like in Rudolph, like, next time you see your little friends, tell them to mention about me. I will, Big Gay Al. So um, Stan does make it back in time. For the final moments of the game. And Jimbo is praying to Jesus. Saying. Oh Jesus. Please let them score. Let them score. And Jesus is in the crowd. He's like. Leave me alone. <laughs> I love that part. So Stan. So Stan throws the ball. To Kyle for a touchdown. And the game is over. But more importantly. South Park. Beats the spread. What? They beat the spread. The final score, I, I believe it was 73 to 6 was the final yeah, score. I, I, it was something ludicrous. Actually, that has happened. Like, not necessarily in the pros, but in college. Oh, yeah. And the perfect example I like to use, and uh, this is for everybody, you could do your homework on this. About 100 years ago, uh, Georgia Tech, which is one of the big, yeah, it's still big, college football schools in the South. They had a game against basically a, a basically a bunch of jobbers would be the best way to describe it. Final score of that game, bro. You won't believe me, but this is actually true. Georgia Tech, two hundred eighteen. The other team, zero. No. Yep. Honest to God. Whoa. Like, uh, okay, I I don't care about American football. I don't understand American football. And I watch... Uh, um, I watch uh, American football uh, once a year. Uh, <laughs> can you guess when I watch it? On the weekends? No, I watch it once a year. Oh, yeah. Which okay, actually, okay, actually, I do apologize. I was the score. I was off by four points. Huh. The final score was Georgia Tech two hundred and twenty-two, Cumberland zero. <laughs> the game. Oh, actually, this will be the hundredth anniversary this year. Oh. The game took place on October 7, nineteen sixteen. By halftime, the score was 126-0 Georgia Tech. Wow. By halftime. And that's about as far as I'm going to go. I'm not going to bore you guys with other details. But that, it, but that did happen, folks. That's yeah, so the only, uh, the only uh, I, I, uh, I watch is uh, the halftime show in, uh, when it's a Super Bowl. That's the only football I watch. <laughs> That's fine. So, um, Stan gets up to the podium, and one of the announcers is there, and he wants him to make a speech. And 
he said, you know, he talks about how next year we're going to try and get closer to beating Middle Park. And then he says, it's okay to be gay. And the crowd is like, what? So then he tells them about how, you know, he went to the animal sanctuary. And, um, you know, like, it's over in the forest. It's in the woods. I'll show you. So he goes over, but it's gone. <gasps> the sanctuary is gone. <gasps> However, the people who lost their pets, they, they're reunited with their gay pets. And then Big Gay Al shows up unexpectedly next to Stan, and he thanks Stan for making everyone be- you know, understand what homosexuality is. And he gets into this weird-looking flying suitcase, and he flies off into the sky in his suitcase. And then Richard Stamos comes back, and he's like, I can do it. I can finally hit the high note. And he finally does it, and Jimbo's like, no! And it kills the horse. <laughs> and that is the end of Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Yay! I'm not sure if you said gay enough this episode. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask my mom real quick. <laughs> hey, mom, did I say gay a lot? I didn't? Yeah, gay. You didn't think I said gay a lot. Oh. All right. Okay. Just curious. But, uh, uh, yeah, oof, this this episode got a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts on this episode? Uh, let me quote something uh, from Trey Parker. This episode, I think, was sort of uh, what real, uh, really made South Park popular. I think it was our breakout show in a lot of ways. This is sort of the shows we choose to represent the series. And I agree. This episode kind of... For me, this is... This is kind of the big, almost the beginning of South Park. Like this, I feel is South Park at its absolutely best. I, I, it's funny, it's uh, forward, it's trying to offend people, and it's also trying to take a stand that uh, maybe it's not as popular in America as it's in 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 uh, European uh, countries where we have more more respect for uh, uh, gay uh, awareness and 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 uh, uh, and uh, in Norway it's been allowed for gays to be in, be married for many years. Yeah, in America, it just got uh, allowed for gays to be married in all states, right? In Supreme um, that's still a debate, like with, yeah. with some states, but yeah, it it's happening, you know. By the Supreme Court, like the Supreme Court said, it was allowed. So 
Right. So it's for me. This is this is trying to be uh, teaching people a lesson as well. It's not just there to offend people, and it, it is kind of. Uh, it is. Uh, I think this is the the funnest episode we've done so far. Mm. This is a nine for me. Wow, a nine. <laughs> I'm, I agree with you on, you know, like, this is probably the one that set them to the next level. Right. And it's also, like, the first episode where they have a particular topic. Yeah. You know, that they're focusing on. And I think we got to understand, in 97, the whole thing with people being gay... And, um, you know, dealing with weddings and stuff, we haven't reached that point yet. Yeah, in 97, like, we are yeah. really far behind. Like, the big thing that had happened, or will happen, is Ellen DeGeneres coming out. Right. On her show. When she had a, t- when she had a sitcom. That was a big deal at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Within the last 10 years in this country alone, it's become one of the big issues of our country. Oh, yeah. It's it's almost, and this may be a little controversial what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's almost like 50 years ago with the, you know, the black rights movement and civil rights movement and, you know, the getting the vote and, you know, being respected the same as any other person. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. I do have friends that are gay. Oh, yeah, me too. My but, mom is gay. Right. But, like, with my friends, they're never, you know, like, being too uppity, like, oh, don't you respect gay people, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're not like that. Right. Um... But this is a forerunner as far as what other shows are going to deal with down the line many, many years. Yeah. I I feel almost – I I feel proud of South Park for doing this this early. Mm Mm-hmm. I I think there's something about their – it says something about their kahunas, about doing this – this early and I, I think oh, they should be uh, recommended for that and uh, I think maybe my nine is also kind of in, in awe of them doing it this early and what's interesting is you know we talk about that and I'm going to bring up the Simpsons here right? because as a fan we knew that Mr. Smithers who's a character on the show was gay, but he never came out as gay. Yeah. Until this season. Yeah. Where he this. finally says to Mr. Burns, I'm gay. Yeah. This season. Whereas South Park did it in the fourth episode, it takes The Simpsons almost 30 years. Although, to be fair, though, the first couple seasons 
you know, Mr. Smithers isn't that big of a character in the show. Right, right. To be fair. But still. To be fair. Right. Um, well, why don't I read the reception Yeah, of... but you didn't give a score. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to give this a high score, too. Um, I'm going to give this an 8.7. Uh-huh. We are together again. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And I don't mean that in a gay way. <laughs> no, I know. All right. Oh. Now, to, now to the reception of this episode, and Oof. looking at it, it's pretty positive. Yeah. As mentioned, this aired on September 3rd, 1997. Comedy Central representatives told media outlets that the episode received overwhelmingly positive responses from viewers who identified themselves as gay. In 1998, Jonathan Van Meter of the New York Times Magazine called the episode one of their best shows and praised the episode for mixing a morale message with the jokes, as well as a sentimental relationship between Stan and Sparky. Van Meter wrote, What often keeps the show from being offensive is this kind of sweetness, and that it's funny. The same year, The Advertiser, a North Yorkshire-based publication, called the episode one of the all-time best. Also in the same year, Rick Marin of Newsweek described the episode as gleefully offensive and profoundly silly, but praised it as juxtaposing cute and crude, jaded, and juvenile. In 2003, Chicago Tribune writer Alan Johnson praised the tolerance toward homosexuality displayed in the episode, which he rated the 10th greatest episode in the series' history. The same year, Chicago-based Red Eye ranked it the fifth greatest South Park episode. In 2007, Lauren Chan of the San Antonio Express News declared it the second best sport-themed South Park behind, the, behind Up the Down Steroid, praising its satire of gambling on elementary schools and sports events. Also in 2007... Travis Fickett of IGN gave the episode an 8.4 out of 10 and identified several great moments. In particular, he praised closeted homosexual Mr. Garrison's claim that gay people are evil and have a black vomitous fluid running through their veins. And the moment when Jesus was about to explain his feelings regarding homosexuality only to be cut off by Marty's movie review. Oh, I love Colorado. Oh, that's such a great moment. Yeah, I love that I pointed it out. Because it's such a, a, a stab to religion. <laughs> Colorado for Family Values, a Christian advocacy group with a history of lobbying against homosexuality, used Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride and its materials when trying to mobilize Colorado to censor South Park the movie in 1999. <laughs> Sorry, circulated, for laughing. <laughs> but that's silly. Oh, it gets better. Oh. The, gr the group circulated a South Park action kit, which included analysis of the South Park episode content, sample transcripts, reviews, and tips on how to keep the movie from playing in local theaters. <laughs> oh. The kit 
also included a homosexual issue analysis which focused on Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride and warned the episode taught children tolerance and acceptance of homosexuality through the perverse idea that Stan's dog, Sparky, is a homosexual dog. According to, according to Westward, a Denver-based alternative weekly newspaper, that anti-South Park effort by Colorado for Family Values was largely ignored and, dec and decried by most Coloradans. Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride was the first episode of the series to be nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program. It was also nominated for the 1998 GLAAD Award for Outstanding TV Individual Episode. Matt Stone and Trey Parker chose Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride to represent South Park in their submission to the Cable Ace Awards in 1997. The series won the award for animated programming special or series as a result. It was the last year the Cable Ace Awards were given out before they were discontinued. Out Magazine, one of the most widely circulated gay and lesbian publications in the United States, listed Big Gay Al among the most influential individuals in the gay and lesbian community in 1998. Big Gay Al was the only fictional character listed in the entertainment section of the magazine's Out 100 list. Wow. Wow. The only one? The only one. Oh. That so pretty, pretty big influence yeah. there. That's pretty big influence. So this time around, I'm gonna get to pick the character, and I would I would feel bad if I didn't pick him for this particular episode. I'm gonna pick Big Gay Al. What a surprise! I know, right? But we have to say this: this is kind of weird. It's almost no info about Big Gay Al. We were both surprised about how. And he's, yeah. and he's probably one of the most popular characters ever on the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. So here's some information about Big Gay Al. Is about. Big Gay Al once ran Big Gay Al's Big Gay Animal Sanctuary in South Park, teaching us all that being gay is just super. After disappearing in a magical suitcase for a while, he returned as the kid's beloved Boy Scout leader before being fired for his sexual orientation. After Colorado legalized gay marriage in Follow That Egg, he tied the knot with his partner, Mr. Slave. And recently, those two lovebirds helped the boys in their quest to change the definition of faggot to annoying Harley motorcycle riders. He also performs in US, USO shows from time to time. Here's some information on him. Oh, I, 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 I'm trying. I'm going to try to do his voice. Okay. Oh, you silly goose! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure if that was good. It was all right. Oh. Why don't you read the other quote? I'm super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what that sounds like? Oh. Um. You, you've seen the movie Mary Poppins, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know the scene when Dick Van Dyke meets his uncle? Yes. That's what it sounded like if he was gay. 
And it was good. It was good. Okay. All right. Um, information info? on Big A. Yeah. Some hmm? info. You have some info? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously, he's a male. He has brown hair. His occupations included scouts leader and gay animal sanctuary runner. He is a Baptist, that is his religion. The last episode that he appeared on was episode number 201, entitled 201. Uh, His husband is Mr. Slave. He was formerly voiced by Trey Parker and is currently voiced by Matt Stone. And as you probably have figured out, his first appearance, Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Uh, he has uh, some featured episodes as well. He's been mm-hmm. in uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut that we are going to do. Are we? When was the year they did uh, the South Park movie? Nineteen ninety-nine. So after season. Well, that's the weird thing. Like, and and I'm gonna do my research on it. I'm gonna like figure out where like. The yeah. movie comes out. Yeah. Because, because it could have been during the middle of the season or after or before or. Because I think we should do it almost chronicle. Uh, chronicle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think with that one, when we do it, like that should be a special episode. So oh, that way yeah. we don't like we don't put it as episode number whatever. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. But yeah, he does play a, a part in that movie. Yeah. Uh, he has a cameo in It Hits the Fan, uh, episode five, uh, season f- five, episode two. He has uh, uh, episode uh, 503. That's Cripple Fight. Uh, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Uh, that is uh, season seven, episode one. Follow That Egg that we talked about, Season 9, Episode 10. The F Word, Season 13, Episode 12. And he has two cameos in Episode uh, 200 and 201. That's uh, Season uh, 14, Episode 5 and 6. And The City, Part of the Town, uh, Season uh, 19, Episode uh, 3. And he had a cameo in that so basically we're not going to see or hear Big Gay Al for quite a while really a good while but it, it, it is uh, important to the, give credits where credits are, are due and I, I feel this is uh, an important episode on so many I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I really would. Oh, well. Um, on that note, I think we should probably uh, start wrapping it up for this episode this week. Um, of course, you could follow me on Twitter. I'm at House of Bill. Um, I, I also do other podcasts, which I forgot to mention on the last episode. Um I do That Wrestling Show, The Scorecard, Untitled Movie Project, which you guys may have heard about, and a bunch of other shows that I do. 
And I do only one show. It's called Another Digital Citizen. It's a really good show with me, uh, a friend called Luke, a girl, a girl podcaster Ooh. called Tilly. Yeah. Ah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was a really good episode to talk about. And uh, come back next time where we're going to have fun with a topic that I don't know we're quite prepared for. So <laughs> I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of happy that that this is next week. Yeah, I am too. Because I I mean I have you I'm I, I'm not asking I, I can tell you that I'm I'm not a virgin. I I I've been married and I'm pretty sure if if someone asked me how it looked like when I had sex, I would say it's almost like an elephant makes love to a big. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I said it! So you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yep. And I've never been married, so. Yep. Oh. On that note, <laughs> on that note, uh, for Pharrell, I'm Bill. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye! Goodbye, Philly Goof. <laughs> Philly Goof? Philly Goof. Philly Goof. Oh my gosh. All right.